0: ask a question for the show today head over to infendo.com's community page and join our discord
1: creating overwhelming urges to buy nintendo crap since 2005 infendo radio is on now
2: hello everyone and welcome to infendo radio episode 792 i don't know 679 is that right 679 does that sound right
0: Uh, uh, uh,
1: 677
2: 677, welcome to the show ladies and gents Uh, My name is Lucas, you should know that by now We're 677 episodes in at this point What are you doing with your life if you don't know that at this point? I am joined by my effervescent, ever-vescent co-hosts, Eugene and Justin Eugene, how are you doing tonight, and where can the people find you?
0: Oh! I'm doing fine. Um, It is a Wednesday night, so it is Infendo evening. Um, If you can find me on Infendo.com, tinkering, tweaking, writing some articles, having some fun with this new theme that we have, um, go check it out. Go to Infendo.com. Actually put in a little bit of decent effort there, so tell me what you think.
2: I actually did check it out, and I think it looks pretty snazzy, buddy boy. I was on it a couple days ago. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's yeah. all I got. So. Uh, anyway, uh, sorry, Justin. sorry for the dead air there, but uh, yeah, that's all. How, you doing? Way, huh? how, do you, how <laughs> you doing? How you
2: doing, Justin? Where can the people find you and all that stuff?
1: I I am doing okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at InfendoJustin, complaining to Microsoft for ghosting me while trying to get support. Um, and you can also go to thedisneyparkbench.com and check out a uh, couple of new movie reviews that I posted last week and some more hey, stuff. Hey, everybody's working on their
0: websites.
2: All right, well, that's a good segue. Um, Lucas, where can the people find you tonight? Uh, good question, Lucas. Thanks for asking. I have a YouTube <laughs> channel called <laughs> Lucas Peace. I post videos there. I've been posting up a storm. So if you want to watch me and Justin and Steve play Mario Kart, or me and Steve play Donkey Kong, or me and Steve play Majora's Mask, or me and Justin and Schnazzy play Mario Party, that's the place to go. Go check that out. I've got videos scheduled through the rest of the month, so go do that. Be a part of all that and everything. Uh, We got a show for you guys tonight that's not just us talking about all the website stuff we do. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about the end of an era, because this is the last week that you can get... 3DS, and Wii U games before the, the system shut down forever and you're never allowed to get them again unless you buy them physically, which is probably a very real possibility. But that said, um, guys, are you in, like, full-blown panic mode? Have you booted up yet? Have you gone shopping or you wait until the last minute or do you not care? Like, what's the deal? What's going on?
0: Okay, I'm going to go oh, first here. I need to dig out. Oh, second, uh-huh. I guess. Go ahead. Oh,
1: Go ahead. <laughs> go, 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 go ahead. You, you We're call. good at podcasting. <laughs>
0: I think I have a lag because it's windy up in this place, and uh, when the wind comes, for some reason the broadband d- drops. Don't ask me why, but I'm gonna roll with it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't really care that much because at this point, you know, I've got my Wii U hacked, so I've kind of set there. I've got my 3DS hacked at this point, too, because shortly after the Switch launched, um, I, I hacked it, because I was like, well, I'm probably not really going to buy or play a whole lot of this anymore, so might as well turn it into an emulation station. So, yeah, it doesn't bum me out that much, although I will say I am going to boot up both eShops just in case. I know for sure I need to make sure that I have, like, Pokemon Bank um, on, like, the 3DS, because, um, I think there's like a like if you already own it, you have it like like you get like a bonus. I can't remember exactly what it is, but yeah, that's that's what I got. So, mm.
1: yeah, I uh, I need to dig out. I think I know where my Wii U is. My 3DS has been missing for a while, but uh, first of all, I have to make sure that my Wii U still works because you know we've been hearing news about some of them getting bricked because of the uh, NAND flash used for the internal storage um but yeah there are a few things some some ds virtual console uh, games that i want to pick up uh and uh um, uh, maybe a couple things for 3ds just kind of make sure that i that i get anything that i'm afraid of not getting um but aside from that you know like i'm been pretty good about getting you know at least the Nintendo first-party games that I wanted when they first come out, so you know I'm pretty set with those. Now it's just a matter of you know filling out the library with anything that I've been like. I've got a pretty big wish list on the Wii U, so mm. f- figure out which of those I absolutely need. Um, See, I might end up. I have two. I have two Wii Us, so I might end up packing one of them uh, just because you know, like you said. You know, once once you hack it, you don't have to worry about it.
0: <laughs> that that you If you want to hack it, it you got to make sure that you download... The, I can't remember what game it is, but there's like a specific game you have to download for the uh, the thing to work. I'll send you a link.
1: Okay. I feel like it was one that I already have, but I'll find out.
2: Yeah, So I'm kind of Lucas, in the opposite. Lucas, how do you feel about it? Uh, thank you for asking, Justin. I'm in the opposite boat as you um because my wii u is like dead plastic to me at this point like it's just i i don't want to set it it's it's just so it feels bad playing it and using it (laughs) so like i just i have no interest in it but um my 3ds on the other hand still gets relatively moderate use from me um i lucked out actually because animal crossing new leaf which is my favorite animal crossing to date um i put so much time onto that cartridge that the cartridge stopped working pretty well and last year, I made the choice to buy a digital version of it so I could play it again because it was like every like 10th time I'd pop it in, it would actually play and the rest it would just like not load and stuff. And so um, I am kind of thinking about if I have any other cartridges like that that I really want to back up for the future because it might not be easy to come across them someday. But um, I guess other than that, really, I'm, I'm less worried about buying things I didn't get a chance to buy and more worried about... How much stuff did I delete to make memory for, you know? Like, I know I have some old, like, virtual console games on there, but a lot of those are on Switch now. So, I, I don't know. I think I kind of just have to make sure I've got yeah, that's, everything I want. That's kind of
1: my situation, too. Like, yeah. you know, most most of the games that were on those virtual consoles have already been either released or announced. so.
2: hmm yeah, and anything that I really want that I didn't get is probably, like, a Japanese exclusive that I'd have to buy physically anyway at this point. So, like, I don't know. I think I'm probably okay.
0: I'd sure. like to go on
2: and check. I'm probably going to get lazy and not, because I'm going regret <laughs> it, like, five years later when I'm like, oh, this one specific version of this one game only came out on this one system that I can't download it for anymore. and sure. It costs $300, but I don't know what that is yet. So, like, but I don't But see,
0: know. At, at that point... Simulation. I'm sorry, but, like, I don't know. Well, like... at that
2: point, I'll be super rich, and I can afford a $300 <laughs> game on a whim anyway, so, like, pshaw,
0: internet. That For me, that's, like, if, you know, the kids, or me, even, I, I mean, I own a copy of it, but... Earthbound, right? Like, how is somebody yeah. going to go buy a $300 SNES card? They're just not. That's just not like feasible, you know? So, yeah. you know, well, you got emulation or you buy it on the Wii U because I think that's it, it exists there, right? Not
2: um, just that. You can play it on the virtual system now. It's on the Super Oh,
0: Nintendo. duh. Duh, 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 yeah. duh. I totally forgot about that. Well, yeah, I that's guess the other solved. thing.
2: <laughs> well, that's the other thing Nintendo's been doing well lately is they've been yeah. emulating all their stuff. My, my, like, secret wish at this point is that that virtual library will continue to persist across multiple generations? I would love that. So it's that. like your your data and everything will just be like stored in like the cloud and transfer over with you. I want that to be a thing. I want that to just be the like official answer to emulation. But I know it won't happen. I just really want it to. Like you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, after upgrading both my uh, PlayStation and Xbox systems, and like you boot them up and it's pretty much, Hey, here's everything you had for the last system. Plus all this new stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it, I'm really hoping that, um, whatever follows the switch will be like the same way, because at this point, you know, this whole, this, this whole buy a new Nintendo system, lose everything you had is, is, has gotten old. Like I I I turned on my Xbox and it's, just like the old xbox everything See, that I- was there is still there
2: i don't even need it to be everything like i don't need it to be able to play mario kart 8 or smash bros or whatever i'll buy your updated version of that i just want all my nes and super nintendo games. like i'm sick of buying those you know like to me that's what the internet subscription is for at this point is like, you know, give you $80 a year or whatever and you give me access to these titles and that never goes away kind of thing. Like I'm I'm okay with that. Sure.
0: Know? I I'm I'm there man. That's what I want. Netflix for games. That's that mm-hmm. seems like like the logical next step honestly. It's Game Pass, you know. Nintendo yeah. basically needs their own Game Pass.
2: What's frustrating we've I mean, been over this before. I mean, that's kind of what
0: we have
1: with the NSO. Yeah, but those are, that's
0: what I was going to say, yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah. and here's the thing that's frustrating for me about that. You know, we've been over this before, why I don't use, like, streaming services and stuff. Um, It's going to be frustrating in, like, 10 years when I want to play those old games and I want to play the file of Star Fox that I did all the medals in or whatever, and I go to boot up my Switch and I can't play it because the online is shut down on the Switch and I don't have access to the NSO anymore on there, you know? Like, that's the that'll be the frustrating thing if those don't get ported over in some fashion because, like i i like having the switch as my go-to for like all my old games and stuff i think that's it'll be a great system even when the next system comes out it's like a handheld i can just boot it up and be like oh yeah this is what i play super mario world on you know but the fact that that's not going to be permanent kind of frustrates me because there will come a day when i won't have access to those game files anymore and yeah, it's kind of kind of annoying you know you you want some kind of permanence and it just isn't any you know and much less so when it comes to the online stuff i feel like especially with the way nintendo handles it again where they don't move that stuff forward to
1: generation. so
2: yeah i don't know
1: i'm hoping <laughs> but the rumors yeah. are that the the switch follow-up will be backwards compatible but you know we don't even know yeah. when that's gonna happen or if so
2: Yeah, honestly, if we get anything with the Switch, I know we're way off topic at this point, but who cares? It's our podcast. We can do what we want.
1: I mean, it's kind of relevant. Eventually, the Switch will be as obsolete as the Wii U is now. (laughs) Yeah, that's true.
2: If I, maybe not
1: quite as obsolete. I
2: feel like the Wii U was more obsolete at launch than, uh, you know. But but, um, I tease, I tease. But um, honestly, and I've said this before, I think if we get one new thing out of a system, I'm in the minority here. I want it to be goofy. Like I want it to have that like wacky wee era, like oh here's stupid bowling and stupid weather and stupid put your neighbor's face on a cloud and fight it. That you know, like I you want know, that I, stuff. I think
1: with you know the the switch being kind of the the um, standard normal game system rather, and also being a hybrid. Instead of having the console experience and the portable experience, you can have the, you know, regular gaming experience, and then some other system that's the goofy experimental. The silly, gaming yeah. And maybe I'm that's okay what with that. you know mobile will end up being. But um, yeah, you know, it would be nice to have something else that you know Nintendo can throw stuff at and see what sticks. I- I'm ready yeah. for
0: the Nintendo cell phone. I'll buy it. Give it to me.
2: <laughs> wasn't that like super nintendo era didn't they do something with that
0: oh that that's a teleview is that probably yeah what yeah thinking about yeah. i i
2: remember like you could play like um link to the past and go to like a secret dungeon mm-hmm. of, like a contest winner one or something mm-hmm. yeah i think somebody has cool put stuff.
0: i think somebody has um whew, like emulated the setella view somehow and like put like mm the because you know it like used yeah. to run like on a schedule i think they like put the schedule on a server or something like that i was reading or i never done yeah it, they but... actually Go they
1: ahead. actually found a a couple of years ago the like the the broadcasts like the audio broadcasts and were able to recreate those okay now um i don't know what the website is but i did hear about that um i've played the the Satellaview uh zelda and mario games but, you know, that's kind of a half of an experience without the live features. And, you know, sure. they've kind of rom-hacked a few new features into it. Oh, uh, Lucas is back and in a completely different position. <laughs> Am I? You are for me. Well, huh, you, you, okay, you went from well. being over there to, to down there.
2: <laughs> ah, gotcha. Well, hello, everyone who's watching this on YouTube if I upload it this week. Um, I'll just interject here with a thought. Um... It'd be kind of like playing a Wii U game that incorporated Miiverse technology back in the day. Like, uh, you know, Wind Waker with the messages in a bottle kind of thing. Like, sure. that's basically obsolete now. Sure. Um, collecting stamps in Mario 3D World, that's garbage. You know, that kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah, I used I, to
0: miss them. Uh, that Miiverse stuff was cool. I remember the message in the bottle. Well, that was Wind Waker, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. You that would send messages cool. and you could pick them up. Yeah, see, totally I like that kind of that. stuff. Yeah. And... That's the rough thing with these games that had, like, things that go away. You know, it's like they, they never, you, you never get the the kind of experience that you had, like, playing. Like like Mario Galaxy on the on the Switch, you know. Yeah, you can take the Joy-Con and use the motion control and stuff. But it's never going to feel quite the same, I don't think, as, like, pointing a Wii Remote and having that whole kind of, like, you know, first time out kind of experience with the Wii Remote and Nunchuck. Right. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe that's a bad example cuz it is probably pretty pretty on par, but there are definitely games out there that it just feels like they're they're missing components to themselves because they've aged, you know, and the systems have changed and all that stuff. So
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting, you know, now that we no longer have uh 3DS and, you know, Wii U was pretty much dead in the water as soon as the Switch came out to mm-hmm. to lose these unique uh gameplay experiences that can't be yeah. duplicated like I mean, there's still the possibility, especially with the resolution of the screen, to get DS games on the Switch and just have the, you know, one on top of the other and use the touch screen. Mm-hmm. But it's still not going to be the same as having this clamshell thing that you open up and there's a top screen and a bottom screen and a stylus and it, like, that's that's gone. You know, that, you know, it's... And so it's... Nintendo's so, such a bittersweet thing to follow because you run into these situations where, yeah. you know they they come up with something brilliant and then 5 years later it's it's gone forever <laughs>
2: So I'll tell you guys a funny story, and then we can pivot and change the system. I've been thinking for the last couple of weeks about what do I want the next switch to be. And I was like, well, I'd like it to have off TV play, like the Switch, because that feels that feels like a mandatory thing at this point. You know, being able to like be a handheld system kind of thing. Like that that that's like basically like a joystick. Like that shouldn't go away just because we're on a new system. Then I was thinking it would be cool if you could have a dual screen where the TV is one screen and the gamepad is a second screen. <laughs> (laughs) And then I thought, that's what the Wii U was. I was was going to say, I was like, like, I've invented a brand new way
0: of playing
2: games 10 years ago. uh.
0: But honestly, though, like the Wii U was such a good idea, like a good concept. It was just um, marred by the lack of technology at the time, right? Like I think if the Switch could do what the Wii U did, like if it could do like, uh, you know, off-TV play type of stuff. Like, I could have yeah. my map on my Switch, but I can play, like, Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be the ultimate. The ultimate.
2: Well, like... Um... Yeah,
0: like and and, and that was
1: in Zelda to be able to like switching items in, in Wind Waker and, and Twilight Princess rather than having to open up a menu you just maybe, look down and press yeah. the, the item you want you maybe
0: know? it's just as simple as turning the um, Switch dock, this would obviously be for like the Switch 2 right? But Into like, the, a
2: console yeah.
0: Well not into a console necessarily but maybe just like the same kind of technology that you find in like a Chromecast right? Mm. Where like you can just cast the Switch to the console and then that'd you know, yeah, like that would be interesting. I would. I would And then totally maybe when that.
2: you're when you're casting, it displays a secondary screen, yeah. kind of like a pull up kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The other is
1: thing cool. that I was just thinking of is is you know everybody's got one of these, so mm, you know okay. maybe turn cell phone into. But then you know, like, but then
2: you run into that that Microsoft issue. I was going to say like,
0: that smart glass. Remember,
2: yeah, remember well, remember when the. Um, when the Microsoft guy was like, oh, the Xbox One is only going to be playable online. And people were like, I work in the military. I don't have access to the internet. I live in a country that doesn't have good internet. And like half the world threw a fit because like Microsoft came off as really elitist. I feel like that's what would happen if they said... You need to have a smartphone to be, because you know it's going to be like, Mm. certain phones can do it, and certain phones can't, and like, you you know there's going to be issues. Honestly,
0: though, I think that that is not a bad idea, because um, like, literally, that's what Smart Glass was for the Xbox One, and it was really mm -hmm. cool for the games that it worked with. Like, I remember Titanfall, um, like the, you know, it's like a basically Call of Duty type game. Um, You can have um, your tablet or your phone as the map. So, like, you can have the map, right yeah. like, here and then, you know, like, have the actual game up there. And, yeah, no, it's, I, it's a good idea. PlayStation has,
1: like, a second screen thing you can do with the Vita for some games as well. Sure. Like, I th- it, like, I th- like, clearly everybody took this Wii U idea and yeah. tried to run with it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think they'll have too much trouble with the smartphone thing. And maybe I'm off base here because I know little kids have smartphones these days. But knowing who Nintendo is and knowing the audience that they target, I feel like they might have trouble with, like hey parents your kids need a smartphone to play this game effect you know that kind of thing like i, I don't know um i wouldn't mind seeing maybe like a second screen that just boop, pops out of the system somehow in handheld like it's like you know it's a it's a right. switch and then there's a little pull tab and you pull it down and oh there's a second screen you know something like sure. that maybe I, I don't know like impress us nintendo wow us with your decision making skills <sighs>
1: They'll, they'll figure something out if, if if they can get a good idea out of it they will figure it out
2: so are we all kind of in the camp then because i see a lot of people online who say nintendo just needs to make the highest quality system they can to keep up with the current generation and the next generation systems and are we all in the camp of like preferring fun over like competitiveness or do we balance somewhere in the middle like What's the, what's the, I don't have a strong desire to be, like, it sucks when we don't get the next gen game, you know, like when we don't get Elden Ring kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I don't care that much. I'd rather have something fun. Are you guys like that? Or do you guys care more about going into the future? It would,
1: like, it would be nice if the, if the next Nintendo system is as powerful as the PS4 and Xbox One. Like um, a Steam Deck, basically. Just because we've, yeah, just yeah. because we've moved up a generation, they should but do, you, but...
0: But yeah, you know I've that got, in,
1: like, five uh, years, we'll
2: be outdated again, and, mm-hmm. yeah, that whole thing.
1: Like, right, but, you know, I've got... I, and I know not everybody has this option, but I've got all the systems, so if I need the the ultimate graphics, I can use another system for it. So, you know, yeah, the, and, the Switch for me, Nintendo systems for me are, all, are always about... Those experiences I can't get anywhere else, mm-hmm. and
2: I I don't have the other systems, but I just don't care about that stuff. And I'm assuming you got PC, you got a powerful PC. Uh, okay, I've got have got a PC, yeah. But what do you um, play I'm, GTA on? I don't. But when I did, I played it on my dad's Xbox. <laughs> if
1: that counts as another oh, I thought, system, I thought I thought you had it on on like PlayStation or something.
2: No, no, I don't have. I have a PS3 that's mine, and my dad has like an Xbox One that we never touch. Um, but I just own the Switch and my gaming PC. And my gaming PC is really just for like, you know, bleh, whatever I feel like doing at the time kind of thing. Like like freaking pizza games and stuff. But um, no, I, I just, um, I, I don't know. I, I imagine that if all three of us are kind of like apathetic to the concept of a really powerful next-gen Nintendo console, then we probably make up a pretty good demographic because we tend not to agree on anything on this show. And that's something that we all kind of have in common <laughs> sure. is that we're all kind of like lukewarm to that idea so that might just not be nintendo's audience you yeah know, they just might not care I mean, that the, much about that the, stuff. yeah
0: nintendo's always uh, gone with is, like the gimmick right like they, they don't they don't chase the biggest yeah. the last time they did try and chase like the biggest GameCube. and the best was gamecube and you know that's where did and that it get off yeah
1: <laughs> and yeah and and you know most i think nintendo players get nintendo systems for nintendo games and nintendo uh-huh. always manages to get amazing graphics and performance out of their systems, even if they are underpowered compared to the rest of the industry.
2: And it's not just the graphics, but they do a really, in my opinion, here comes the fanboy stuff. They do a really good job at pulling off an art style that accommodates maybe, like, last-gen graphics, you know? So it's like you're playing a game, like, like you know, I have Wind Waker up right now as my background on our Zoom call. And, like, you know, that game was by no means, like, you know, a, a masterpiece graphically, but it looks really cool. You know, the art but style it is aged, really interesting. no Phantom it, Hourglass. Yeah, it's no Phantom it it Hourglass, like, like yes, no but it aged well. Yeah.
1: Breath, <laughs> Breath, Breath of the Wild, like, if you strip away the, uh, you know, the cell shading and all the, the filters and everything they apply to it, it is a really Basic, it's um, like a GameCube like graphically game, but, basic game, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you're looking at, but because they know how to do these effects that make mm-hmm. it look like a living cartoon, yeah, Breath of the it Wild works. is still gonna look good 10 years from now,
2: yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, I was uh, saying that about Mario Party when we were playing that uh, the other night. You know, it, it's it, it's a very pretty game for an old party game, you know. The the new ones, obviously, not the like,
1: N64 Oh, my God, yeah. I was amazed at how detailed uh, Mario Party Superstar is. I know! Is, cause <laughs> for, for being a Mario Party game, like, there's some pretty high-risk textures. It yeah, looks really good. Everything. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, I it's solid. It. Yeah.
2: All right, well, I think we've beaten this horse to death and back, so why don't we move into change the system? Anybody want to uh check out the games you've been playing? <laughs> there we go. Nice. Well played. Well, if you, that might be the first time you use that soundboard that I truly appreciate. It's
0: so <laughs> <He's laughs> getting better. Oh, no, back <laughs> to back. Right back down. <laughs> I,
1: I, I missed an opportunity to give you a rim shot earlier, but you know, just, just for that.
2: There you go. All right, Justin, what games you been playing? <laughs>
1: Um, you, other than playing with my soundboard, um, Mm -hmm. so mine, uh, is going to be brief, um, Metroid Prime. I've been trying to, uh, you know, make progress in that. I got, I, I love this feature of, if you're wandering aimlessly for an
0: hour. that for 10 minutes. What am I doing with my life? I need to play that game.
2: Okay. Real quick. So the reason I haven't picked it up is because I knew I would have a Eugene experience, I'm like, I, like, the other night I was watching Justin. He's he's on and I see he's playing it. And I'm like, I want to play that game because I've never beaten it. And I want to beat it. And I like Metroid. And I was like, Lucas, if you buy that game, <laughs> you're going to play it for 10 minutes and you're never going to touch it again. And you're going to hate yourself because it goes for, what is it, $40? 40 bucks? Yeah, I'm going to be like, it's, you're going to waste $40. Yeah, but but what? on a game that I'm never going to play, Like I'll buy that when I'm really desperate to play a game and I'll actually play it. Because I'm not going to play that right now. Not gonna happen. I know myself too well. Anyway, tell us about that, Justin.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think I've finally gone past where I've ever gotten before, or I'm getting close. Um, I don't think I ever got the gravity suit, and it looks like that's where I'm headed next. Um, So, you know, like, I'm finally making progress in it. Having it portable is great. Since there's no dialogue, I can play it while watching TV. Um, You know, so that's a huge bonus, just to be able to sit there and, and you know, but I'm I, I, my wife must be going nuts because I was fighting a boss last night while we were trying to watch TV, and it's just the content because you know, I'm trying to like, fire off as many shots as possible. Um, mm-hmm. but but yeah, I'm actually making progress in that. But to, to your point, Lucas, um, I was thinking earlier today about how the problem with Metroid games and other games within that exploration genre is that if you stop playing it for too long you may as well start from scratch because you completely lose your use you know you throw off the emperor's group that momentum Um, yeah 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 like because i was thinking well uh shadow man is a metroidvania style game and Mm -hmm. i was playing you know like on like four or five occasions i played through that and what inevitably happens is another game comes out that distracts me, and then I go back to it, and I'm like, I have no idea where I'm going next, because, yeah, like you said, like, you lose that, like, uh, what I was actually about to say before you commented, Lucas, is I love the fact that if you wander aimlessly in Metroid Prime for, you know, more like an hour, or a half hour, hour or so, or whatever, it'll say, mm-hmm. hey, you want to go this yeah.
0: way? Yeah, 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 and like actually
1: <laughs> kind of pings you. Nice. Yeah, and that was something that I wished metroid dread had done because there were numerous Mm -hmm. occasions where like i had forgotten what adam told me to do before i stopped playing and then i come back i'm like all all right it's been like a week i don't know where i'm going and i have to wander aimlessly because you have to remember where was the place where i saw that thing that i couldn't open before i have the item that i just got see that's the thing with
2: metroid dread because it's a short it's like a six hour game um, I think they they expected you to play that game in the course of, like, a weekend kind of thing, as opposed to playing that game for, like, a year like you did kind of thing. So if you go I, back I to like it, I, I I'm think... sure you're lost. <laughs> like... Yeah,
1: I feel like once I restarted it in, in rookie mode, I probably put about 10 hours yeah that's fair I pretty much had to like kind of nose to the grindstone just like all right I'm gonna get through this otherwise same thing would have happened I would have fizzled out um so yeah Metroid Prime I'm trying to avoid that happening because that's the Metroid game that yeah that that I've had so many false starts because and for the same reason Shadow Man keeps tripping me up because you're in a 3d environment there's that many more things you can get lost in (laughs)
2: <laughs> wild idea here um, and this might be kind of a, an age thing but uh, the one game I've done this with is Kid Icarus because I used to love doing it on that game. Have you ever considered keeping like an old school pen and paper like diary of your progress so you know where to come back to kind of thing? Like I used to like to like That's draw out a... the dungeons in Kid Icarus so I knew where I was going kind of stuff. Like, sure.
1: kids. Honestly my solution is pull up a YouTube uh play yeah. through like you know somebody who's the, like the modern version the game, of will yeah. Scan... yeah like i'll just kind of scan through them. like okay that's the last thing i remember doing what's the next thing they did and i actually had to do that yeah. the other night and you know like all right this is the kick in the pants that i needed to get to the next spot and then i'm and then you yeah. know i get i get you know i get the momentum back but yeah um, so thank god for the internet um yeah uh, I'm still having trouble with my Xbox. I think I mentioned that uh, earlier in my introduction. Yep. Um, it's still doing that thing where I'll play it for about five minutes. The it's game so weird. Freeze. The only way to fix it is to quit the game. And it happens every time. Uh, Xbox support was helping me via uh, um, Twitter DMs for a while. And then they stopped responding because, you know, whatever they suggested didn't work. So I don't, my my series x has been a paperweight for the past couple of weeks and it's kind of have, pissing me off because i really wanted to play gta online like have like actually you, commit to
2: it. have you thought about voiding the warranty and trying like a third party like you break i fix kind of store for that kind of thing not
1: on my series x because i don't want i don't want it like too, if this was too my shiny Xbox one s mm-hmm. yeah yeah just, I know, that's but, fair yeah yeah, like, like, I don't have a problem, like, kind of hacking or messing with systems that are already past their, their warranty. I don't want to yeah. go through a system that I spend lots of money on. That's frustrating have that you, it's the newest Xbox that's it. Have yes. you attempted
0: contacting um, uh, Xbox support proper? Like, like, literally just go to, like, support.xbox.com? Because I bet you they'll, like, have an option for maybe even sending it in if you're willing to wait type of thing. Well,
1: the... The next somebody on I think Reddit had recommended like you can go in or maybe it was YouTube. You can go in and basically um, wipe the the system, but keep your games installed so that when you restart the system and reset it up, you don't have to redownload everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as your uh, as long as your you know saves are backed up to the cloud, which might all are, you should be able to jump back into it. I just haven't had the time to do that. Uh, so instead of uh, playing on my Xbox, I've been trying to make more progress in The Last of Us on my PS. Well, it's the PS4 version, but I'm playing it on the PS5.
0: Um, Your poor wife, you still haven't finished that included. so you can watch the show?
1: Uh, we started watching the show. Uh, we're on episode two. Thus far, the show is pretty faithful to the story of I, the game. I mean, there's I thought minor like... changes
2: Yeah, I thought it was pretty much like a one-to-one experience. Like, if you watch the show, there's no need to play the game or vice versa kind of thing. Like
1: Almost. Like, the the show elaborates on the kind of genesis of the apocalypse a little Mm -hmm. bit more and and flushes a few things out and then kind of brushes over some other things. But thus far, Episodes 1 and 2 were kind of beat-for-beat things that... I've done in the game, and of course, episode three introduces the character that I remember interacting with. In the Game. Uh, that being said, though, I I do want to kind of keep up with the game, so that you know, because c- you know, my wife obviously hasn't played the game; she hasn't watched me play the game. So every once in a while, she's like, "Well, what is what is this thing? Who's this character?" I'm like, "Oh, well, you know, it, not to spoil anything, but you know, you know, such and such, so and so, blah blah blah." Um, so it's very rare that I actually consume the source material before I consume the adaptation. So this is one of those rare cases where I'm like, all right, I want to read the book before I see the movie sort of thing. So right. I want to play the game before I watch the show. And it you kind know, of at this point
2: <laughs> on a side note, it kind of frustrates me how like the whole world is obsessing over the show at the moment because the whole world obsessed over the game like two years ago or whenever this game was big. And I feel like everybody should know that this is... Oh, okay. I feel like everybody should know, like, that this is an amazing franchise by now. And it's like the other half of the world that doesn't play games is like, what is this amazing thing I've like? Like, it's like, it's freaking The Last of Us. It's the same thing people have been talking about forever. Like... Shut it's up. <laughs> a, I mean it's a game
1: that's always been Okay, so the game originally came out on PS3 in 2013. So we're mm. we're pretty much nearing the 10 year God, mark. it's been a forever. It's probably a holiday. <laughs> um it came out in June of 2013. Came out so long um, ago
2: zombies were still relevant.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and because of the sort of kind of not really zombie aspect of it, I kind of ignored it when it came out because we were all zombied out at that point yeah um but i just kept hearing more and more good things about it and then when i heard that there was a show i'm like all right i'm gonna break down i already have playstation plus the ps4 version is free with playstation plus i may as well download this game and play it and then Mm -hmm. my wife was like hey i want to watch this show because i heard nick offerman is in it and you know we we love Parks and Rec, we love Ron Swanson, so we wanted to see Nick Offerman. I'm like, all right, let me play the game first. So um anyway, like really that's 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 it. Metroid Prime. I feel like there was something else I've been playing on the Switch besides um, you know, Mario Party with, with, with you and Schnazzy and, and uh whoever else joined us. Who else It was, was just there? you and it was yeah. just us.
2: We made oh, really? Steve we a computer. No, we were trying to okay. get Steve. We oh, not get right. him. We were trying to get your other friend. He didn't join up. So that's yeah, we just right. made Donkey Kong a computer, and you know, memories. That's right. Go I watch my YouTube channel thinking... to find out all the details.
1: <laughs> I remember thinking we were actually going to have a four-player game, and then I forgot that that fell Steve did join Steve in. Can't read. So
2: Steve joined in at the end of the second <laughs> one. And like he stayed for like five minutes, and Schnassi was so drunk that Steve like bounced for like <laughs> twenty minutes, and then popped back in at the end. And was like, all right, let's see what the hell you guys are up to. Like that
1: was that was kind of fun. <laughs> so so yeah, um, besides Metroid Prime and and The Last of Us, and uh, dabbling a little bit in Shakedown Hawaii when I was bored uh, last weekend, um, not really a whole lot. Of- to to talk about. So I think I spent a good, what, 10, 15 minutes talking about three games.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Par for the course, buddy. Eugene, what you got for us? Well,
0: um, for me, it's been a lot of kind of the same, been uh, reverting back into my old bad habits. Um, So I... Jumped back into Overwatch um, 2 because um, actually a new season's been going on for a hot minute. So I was like, all right, let's let's do this daily thing. Um, I, I I didn't get bit as hard for whatever reason this go around. I think it was mostly last time was because I was playing around the holiday times and you know there was a little bit more free time type of thing. But I don't. I just don't have time to dedicate to a. Game where I have to play it every day to like get all of the things. Yeah. It, it's it's rough, you know. That's a that's a commitment. So yeah, um, yeah. My, trying... my
1: my 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 uh, older kid is like that with Fortnite, and I'm like, sure, no, thank you. If I have to, I was already that like a way job. With Animal Crossing on several occasions, and I'm like, I, I can't, I can't do it.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's <laughs> a little too. I and I. <sighs> and i'm finding that i'm having a really hard time actually playing it casually so um i'm you know i'm just kind of playing it in bits and bobs but um you know that, like you're getting
2: fine. you're getting like competitive, you're getting the fire in your
0: belly and the anger in your heart kind of thing? Oh No, it's just that, like, I'm v- just talking about it right now, I'm thinking about, God, I've only got, like, three hours to get my dailies type of thing, you know, uh, like, it's like that type of thing, <laughs> so... Um, yeah, That's it, unfortunate. It, it un- the unhealthy um, side of that, you know? Um, so, yeah. um, but beyond that, gosh, honestly, really the only thing I've been playing... Quite frankly, is Pokemon Go. We played it hard this weekend because there was an event for um, Slowpoke. Both Slowpokes, actually, the Galarian version and the normal version. And that was fun. That was a fun, fun event. Um, They had some really cool, like, you know, just tasks for it. And there was a. Uh, like I felt like they actually gave a crap this event because the the shiny rates were actually decent. I think I got like six of each, you know. So like I don't know, like it was a, it yeah. was a fun event in my opinion. Good job, Niantic. Keep these type of events up. But um, yeah, honestly, that's that's kind of it. So uh, Lucas, why don't you take it away? Tell us all of your um, tales of fantasy and otherwise.
2: Symphonia. Yeah, absolutely. Um I've been playing me a lot of games. So buckle up buckaroos. Um so yeah, kind of like what Eugene was saying. Oh, kind of like what Eugene was saying about um games being commercial cash grabs these days. That's kind of why I've been um walking away from the old those kind of games. I've been playing a lot of old games. I'm playing Yoshi's Island. I beat Yoshi's Island a couple nights ago. Um, I am working on 100%ing that game for the first time. And guys, I've got a secret. I'm cheating while I do it. And it's (laughs) so much fun. So so Yoshi's Island does this thing that I really hate with some games. It's more of an old game design thing. Um, Close your eyes for a minute if you're listening to this. Just, Just shut your eyes. Shut your eyes. Okay, good boy. Good job. And now imagine you're playing a game and there's a door. And there's a pipe, and you can go down the pipe or you can go in the door. Um, choose one. Okay, you've gone through the door. I see that. You walk through the door. The door is now sealed behind you, and whatever was down that pipe, you cannot get to. So you have to restart the game if you want to get 100%, because there was a collectible in that pipe that you missed by going through the door. Went, That's what Yoshi's I Island does. Through
1: that. I went through that with uh, Metroid Prime last night. I picked up, yep. I went through like 15 minutes trying to solve a, a, a puzzle. And got to an item in, uh, I, an item, an item in, and picked it up <laughs> before I had a chance to scan it. So I yep. had to restart, go through the puzzle again so that I could scan it and get credit for it.
2: Well, Yoshi's Island is egregious with that. So I decided early into my playthrough that I was not going to be judgmental of myself for using the rewind feature, something that usually I try not to do because. You know, I wanna I wanna be legit, too legit to quit, but I've beaten Yoshi's Island a number of times, it's just about getting that sweet, sweet one hundred percent, you know, clear rate finally. And, um, yeah, I've been doing that because I've been going through a lot of those issues where, like, I'll go down a pipe and I'll fall into a new room and there's no way back up. And I'm like, well, that was clearly the wrong choice. Let's back it up and go the right way. You know, that kind of stuff. Oh, no, I've run out of eggs to throw at this flower that's in this tiny crevice. Guess I'll rewind to get my eggs back. And it's been kind of nice. It's been been a chill way to do an otherwise frustrating challenge. So I've been enjoying it. Welcome
1: to the dark side.
2: Yeah, I know. As I do it, I like hear Justin (laughs) in my head. Just cackling.
1: (laughs) So the problem with playing... For for, for gaming without a rewind.
2: So here's the problem with that. Um, I find doing that in one game makes me feel like I should be doing it in all of my games. And that's where the issue lies. Because I've also been playing Star Fox 64 in Japanese and I've beaten all of the main missions with a medal and I am now on hard mode which is actually ironically significantly easier most of the time to get medals on because there's so many additional ships and the kill count isn't any higher for the medal so you just blast off some combos and as long as you don't lose wings and you know mess up your stuff you're good to go Um, but I'll have moments where I'm doing like area 6 and I'm like oh I need to rewind I didn't get enough guys in that cluster to to get the kill count I'm like I can't rewind this is an N64 Okay. Yeah, and so, so, so like, I'm trying to wean myself off of that mentality.
1: <laughs> so, here's how I handle that.
2: Save when I
1: states. start. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, the only way I got through the original Star Fox on hard mode was with save states. Um, and I did end up kind of save scumming by the end of it. But typically, this is the rule I set for myself I set a save state at the beginning of the level. Yep. and anytime i go through like a midway save point i'll do a save state but if i die and then like maybe like right before the boss but if i yeah. if i die i have to go back to the last actual yeah. game yeah. determined see, save state see I and that way I don't you don't have to though, worry about a game very... over and starting all over
2: that's very like Star Fox 64 3D. Like that's the kind of stuff that they did. They had like a mission select in Star Fox 64 3D where you could just be like, "I'm just going to play Sector Z over and over again till I get all the miss." It's like, "Yeah, whatever you do you." You know, you're the at the end of the day, you are the judge of what does and doesn't constitute like legitimacy for you, you know? Like when I beat Zelda 2, I got through the entirety of the game except for the final dungeon not using save states. And at the very last dungeon, I had to start save scumming because it was just too hard. There's this whole thing where you have to cross these these um, dropping boulders that are coming down, and it's basically RNG, and then you make it there, and you've got like a half a heart left on one health, and it's like, okay, well now I gotta restart because I don't have enough health to take you, on the the whole dungeon, you know? Yeah. And that's when I started save-stating, and I don't feel any shame for I was gonna say, you don't have legit, morals about but it. But you just
0: do what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah. Just do what you gotta do. Uh, exactly. What, uh, like, you guys t- talking about your rules, and I set a rule for like oh, but, saving in the, I just like I'll save. I will save right save, before. Yeah,
2: oh, you save wherever if, you if, want. If you I get not
0: frustrated, noticed.
1: I will break my mm-hmm. rule. Trust me. If there's mm-hmm. a certain spot that I keep dying, I'm like, screw it. I'm gonna save state right before it. Um, if but, I, if I missed I, I an mean, item in Star Lucas, Fox, like
0: the double laser, uh, I'm scumming back five <laughs> seconds to get it. Let me tell you,
1: um, Lucas, you have beaten Zelda two without any cheats or save states. I think. Your your gamer cred is safe. Feel free to to rewind and save state all you want. You have already I surpassed will, I will, most players. <laughs> I will take
2: those words to heart as I cheat my way through Yoshi's Island. I <laughs> it. Speaking of Star Fox, classic Star Fox, guys. Um, I've played it before on like the emulator. Back you when it was weak, just, like, a... pathetic yeah. fool. Exactly. Um, Sorry, I was but no, to love I've that. played. I've played Star Fox 2 um, on emulator before, back when it was like an uno- unofficial release and stuff. Mm-hmm. I booted that up the other day on the Super Nintendo console. It's a lot more
1: fun than I remembered. Have you
2: guys played Star Fox 2 recently? Do you know what that's like? I
1: played it when the
0: I SNES did Classic
2: released.
1: I on the SNES Classic. Yeah. yeah. Say, say, I played it on the SNES so, Classic. I have not played it on the Switch yet.
2: So here's the thing. It's you know probably, like the phrase... You know, like a hot mess, like someone who's like, you know, kind of, kind of hot, like but me, uh,
1: real, real,
2: yeah, like Eugene, hot but trouble kind of thing. This game is like the opposite of that. it's like a, it's like a cold gentleman or something, I guess, because um, it looks like garbage. Like it is so hard to play because it's just like let's make a 3D game in a 2D. No, man, I'm sorry. This game is not like it's good looking. For the time, but it has aged like hot milk, you I, know. Like I
1: loves me some Lo. Oh, um, it's <laughs> I, rough.
2: I, I want. Fighting, I wish you're you're fighting Pigma in space, and you're trying to move left, and it's like the whole <laughs> world is shifting monkey ball style because, like, you know, depth hasn't been invented yet. Like, oh man, it's rough. Go I, on. <laughs> I wish
1: that that modern Star Fox games had the option to just press a button and play it in super NES graphics. Like I love that low poly stuff. (laughs) Sure.
2: But, um, but here's the thing, despite that issue that I have with it, it is a really fun concept for a game. So if you haven't played it yet, and I'm not talking to you guys because you both have, but I'm talking to whoever might be listening to this right now. Hi, how you doing? You having a good day? Was, was work okay? You doing good? All right. Well, buckle up because I'm going to tell you about Star Fox 2. It's a cool game. Um you are going to follow up as soon as he's done. You are in space, right? Star Fox. And you got Corneria on one side, and you got Venom and Andross on the other, and there's like a, a bunch of planets and space stations and cruisers, battle cruisers and stuff, And it is like a real time war that you're going through. Like there are cruisers that are firing on Corneria and dealing damage to it. And you're like, all right, I'm gonna go to the first planet and try to blow up their base. While you're doing that, cruisers are firing missiles at the home planet that you have to defend. So you might not want to go to that planet. You might want to divert your attention Go shoot down the missiles, take out the battle cruisers, and then make your way to the planet. But wait, Star Wolf has ambushed you on your way to the planet. Like, it is really fun. It's like actually participating in, like, a war. Like, really cool concept for a game. So, I'm having a good time with it. I have played it now more than once in my life. And I gotta say, I forgot how how neat it was. It's a shame that it never got an official release
1: until now. <laughs> so, Lucas... Possibly Eugene and all of you you listeners that, that Lucas just addressed, if this sounds appealing to you, um before the Wii U eShop closes down, get on there and buy Star Fox Command. Star Fox mm. Command was it's a good game, actually, yep. was made by yeah. the original Star Fox team. And it is basically what Star Fox 2 was going to be, but with yep. more, you know. You know, better better graphics. The other great thing about Star Fox Command is you can record your own sounds for the characters to speak god with. Of course, you would. So I so forgot about of that. Course, you know, I belched in various different methods, so so that whenever any of the characters talk, they just kept burping for. for the- mm, <laughs> of course,
2: um, because I also, am an adult. <laughs> also, Star Fox Command. If you're into this. Uh, multiple endings, multiple storylines to to partake in. I believe multiple characters to play as, if I'm remembering correctly. Like a spot where you can play as James McLeod, I think. So like, yeah, interesting, interesting game. Also for you nerds out there, like me, uh, kind of wraps up that whole Star Fox sixty four canon with a with a nice sloppy bow and then moves into the Star Fox 0. So that's the that's the other funny thing about this game, right? People have been like, "Oh, all the Zelda games are the same story told in different ways." Like that's literally the Star Fox mm-hmm. series, right? Like Star Fox, Star Fox Except 1 and 2 like are their three own universe. Games that actually and told then the yeah. Story. 64 through assault and command that's like its own thing and then you've got star fox zero just wishing it was a full story don't forget about star fox
0: adventures which was wasn't that like supposed to be called dinosaur planet or something i can't it was going to be its own
2: yeah yeah, it was going to be its own game um but that's where we got Crystal
1: from who appeared in, in command so you know
2: Yeah, how can we possibly complain about that? So yeah, no, great. um, I I love Star Fox. It's a a really fun game for really fun people. So anyway, I've got other games to talk about. We're running long. So uh, Dragon Quest XI is a game that I put a little time into. I mean a little time. I put like an hour and a half into it. And when I hit the hour and a half mark, I got the Square Enix Presents logo. And I'm like, oh, the game has officially begun. How interesting. I haven't even gotten through the prologue yet. But, um, I'm having fun with it. I chose to play on 2D mode. I do not regret my decision. Uh, for those of you who are wondering, the game switches between 3D and 2D. You can choose to swap it at any time. However, you start out at the beginning of a chapter. So, if you're, like, an hour into the chapter that you're playing and you want to switch, don't do that. That's a dumb thing to do. Wait until you finish a chapter, usually accompanied by some kind of boss fight, and then switch over. Um... The 3D game feels very much like a traditional JRPG. Uh, It has what I would call very cringy voice acting that immediately gave me secondhand embarrassment and made me need to turn it off. The 2D game feels like playing a nice classic 2D uh, JRPG from like the 90s, and I like it a lot. So I'm playing it in 2D and I'm having a good time with that. But I don't really have that much else to say about it because I haven't gotten that far. It does have a bunch of cool little features you can add on to make the game harder, um there's ones like oh you shops don't exist so you have to get all your gear yourself oh. and stuff i didn't i didn't turn those on because i thought they'd be too hard i did give my character a condition that makes him occasionally break out into fits of embarrassment when he's fighting so every now and then he'll like ready his sword and he'll have a flashback to like his senior prom and instead of fighting he'll be like oh god i was so embarrassing i like <sighs> miss a turn and i think that's kind of a fun way to give my character some personality um, I also turned on the silly dialogue option, so every now and then, like somebody will be like, "You fool! I'm the demon lord, come to kill you!" And then it's like, "Nah, just messing with you," and like some stupid music plays in the background. So
1: I'm having fun. It's a, it's a good so, time. As somebody who has never played a Dragon Quest game before and mm-hmm. does not really like Japanese turn-based RPGs, um, is this a good like entry point like is this is this the casual gamers dragon quest or or, because i've been curious about this game ever since it was announced it's probably as good of an entry point as you're
2: gonna get other than maybe what's the one with the guy with the bandana was that seven i think that one was really popular back in the day
0: my favorite one was um, the 3ds one the 3ds one
2: oh eight i think that was nine actually and then Sentinels of the No this is Sentinels of the Starry Sky I think. I can't remember. It's so confusing. Um I I honestly Justin I probably have to play it a bit more before I could give you an honest recommendation because um it's still a turn-based RPG and I'm playing it the old school way. I mean, so it's a
1: real turn-based comp- RPG like like I don't completely hate turn-based RPGs as long as yeah. they as long as the battles are interesting, but that's one thing I found with a lot of JRPGs is that the battles are not
2: well, this was meant to be kind of a love letter, anniversary game to people, um, so I think it crosses a lot of those boxes that you might be looking for. Might be worth giving it a try. Um, again, I don't know the name of it, but there's one with a uh, a guy with a red bandana, and it came out on like PS3 or something, and like the the woman with the red hair and the princess who was like a horse or something—I don't remember—but that one was supposed to be really good,
1: and you everybody said a woman loved with it. red hair, so, my interest is already.
2: There you go. So is the fan base, because she's like the most <laughs> like, represented character in the series.
1: But um, yeah, no, I think this
2: might be a good entry point for you if you're just looking to give it a try. Maybe wait till it goes on sale so you don't get burned, because you know it will. It's a Square Enix game.
1: But, um, yeah, I've yeah, seen I, it on sale a few times. But yeah. it,
2: it seems fairly accessible so far. Um, I will say the thing that I have the most trouble with with Dragon Quest games, because the ones I played as a kid didn't do this... Um, a lot of them localize the language to have really weird accents. Like, um, you'll go into a village and everybody will be like, Oi, call me. that's a right fair ripper, that is. You know, and you'll be reading it with, like, missing letters and apostrophes and stuff. And it's like, oh, this is horrible. I hate this. And 3 didn't do that. <coughs> um dragon quest monsters didn't do that but apparently one and two and four did it obsessively and that's been like their thing and half the fan base hates it and half the fan base loves it i hate it like <laughs> i think it's really obnoxious but some people say it adds character so if that's gonna be a turnoff for you it probably won't be an issue because if you're playing it you'll be playing it in 3d so you'll probably just have voice acting but i have trouble reading sometimes when people are talking with like cockney accents like it's it, it confuses me so yeah I don't know. But anyway, that's Dragon Quest, so you do with that information what you will. Um, There was one other game that I wanted to talk about, and I will talk about it very briefly because, God, you guys are probably sick to death of hearing about this one. I've been playing Minecraft again. I started it last (laughs) night. And um, I'm having a real good time, guys. I booted into a world on a whim And it's, like, basically Wind Waker. Like, it's just a big old ocean with a bunch of little islands. And I go sailing, and I find, like, a canyon full of clay and multicolored spirals and another, like, mountain that has, like, four different regions attached to it. And, like, I am just in, like, a wonderland right now. So I've been building. I've been creating. I've been tunneling. I've been doing all kinds of stuff with it. And if I get really into it, I'll probably end up making it a server again because... I had fun with that, but I don't want to pay for a server since I'm the only one playing it. But, um, you know, that's, that's been fun. I've been having a good time with that. I will say, Minecraft runs like garbage on the Switch these days. Like, I'm playing, and, uh, like, bricks aren't loading and stuff. Like, it's gotten way worse than it used to be. So, that's not good. So, the last <laughs> time good.
1: I really played Minecraft was when the Disney World 50th Anniversary DLC was yep. released, where they basically yep. have a one one-to-one recreation of Magic Kingdom, and, yeah. yeah, the that did not run so great on the Switch. I ended up mostly yeah. playing that on the Xbox.
2: <laughs> now, the good news is you can play these on multiple systems. So, like, you know, if I made, like, a server or something, I could move over and play, you know, this on my, on my PC if I really wanted to. I prefer the comfort of the Switch. I think it's worth having some chunky loads and stuff like that because that doesn't really bother me. But, you know, if you're the kind of person who's offended by that, then you probably want to steer clear of the Switch version these days because... It's just not that clean, you know? You, you sacrifice something for portability. Um, I said that was it, but I also want to say uh, JoJo's got new DLC, and I've been playing that, and I really like it. But there's nothing else to say about that, because it's an anime game that nobody here has ever heard of. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's been my life. And I think that does it for all of us. No but we no. do have a we do have a question block question, so let's do that before we get out of here. Uh, This is from JDPCart18, um, otherwise known as Jamie, who asks, Based on last week's question, also, side note, that was actually two weeks ago, because this was a question from last week that we forgot to ask on the show. Uh, Based on two weeks ago's question about Nintendo IPs turning into movies, which Nintendo IP could you turn into an anime? But then it goes on to say... F-Zero had an anime called F-Zero GP Legend, I know it well, which is based on the Game Boy Advance game of the same name. I could see both Fire Emblem and Xenoblade Chronicles turning into an anime series, but what else could be done in your opinion? I want to add something to that list. Animal Crossing also got an anime movie, and it was really sweet and adorable and wonderful. Um, so that exists, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't think you guys really uh, watch that much. Well, Eugene watches a little anime, I think, or did when he was a little in like, high school. Yeah, a little dabble,
1: do ya? So, so I need to well actually this, um, and, and obviously correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe mm-hmm. the um, the Game Boy Advance game was based on the anime. I think the anime came first. It was. First. Yeah. yeah, it was which actually. Is, and know, it took place in really like the same unusual. universe, which was kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I'm not a huge anime fan, so I have really no opinion well, on this i have uh, watched another way like to original mario anime and that was kind of cute so you know, another way to phrase this could
2: basically just be like a cartoon because animes are basically just cartoons with a japanese art style so you don't really have to you know you can just say oh, i want to see a, Mar- a metroid cartoon i don't know like that kind of thing um i'll i'll jump in real quick though because i feel like out of the three of us i've probably had the most exposure to the dark art of anime um Honestly, I like, like, weird slice-of-life animes that are probably meant for, like, teenage girls rather than adult men, like Joe and stuff like that. So I would take a full-blown Animal Crossing series with a bunch of wacky antics happening. I think that would be fun if it was, like, a comedy slice-of-life show. Um, Star Fox had a really good movie that went along with Star Fox Zero, like a like a 3D movie kind of thing that came out. I think it was done by the same company that did the Fire Emblem animations and Batman Ninja. Um, I think I could be totally wrong about that. So feel free to well actually me about that on Twitter. <laughs> but um, Star Fox would be kind of a cool one for an anime. Maybe that's just because I've been playing Star Fox 64 in Japanese for the last 20 hours. But, you know, that, I could see that working well. Um, that's probably, I don't know, Splatoon could be interesting. Maybe it's like a sports show, you know, kind of like... Um, there are some sports anime that are really big, like the volleyball one or like the the boxing one that came out like ten years ago. Maybe you could do like a Splatoon one, where like a team of four have to work their way through the ranks to win the Splat Fest at the end of the season or something. I don't know. You could you could make a show about anything really, but I kind of want that slice of life Animal Crossing
1: show now that I'm saying it.
2: So I think I'm gonna go with that
1: for my answer.
2: What about you guys? If, I wanted,
1: if I'm gonna get a slice of life Animal Crossing show, I want it to be like the original U.S. commercial where it's just oh, like the it, yeah. four house members it was parodying the the real world
0: <laughs> yeah
2: i could see that that i'd actually be down for that too quite honestly <laughs> give me that
0: is that your answer then justin
1: uh i no i don't i don't know i guess <laughs> i guess mario cuz cuz mario seems like it would work really well i mean mario has worked really well in animation mm-hmm. and anime is yeah know like that cutesy style of anime would work well for mario so yeah give me a mario anime give me another mario anime i suppose because there already was one back in the 80s
0: sure um for me what i want is i want an anime but i want it to be like a buddy cop series with birdo and um what's the the dude that flies on the magic carpet like the the bird guy from oh the little
2: bird Uh guy i don't know his name i just want
0: i just want them to be uh like whatever his name is i want those guys to be like on misadventures together solving crimes in the mushroom kingdom that's what i want
2: um so now i have several psa's to make so bear with me here (laughs) Um, Pokemon, their official channel does some really cool animations actually that border on being their own series. They did a really heartwarming one on a little boy who goes to visit his grandma and she has a slugma and him like bonding over the slugma. They did an old school Looney Tunes style one called Mimikyu and Scrafty, where a Scrafty finds a Mimikyu on a train and like runs away from it Tom and Jerry style as it tries to like give him a hug and everything. Um, Go check them out if you're craving some of that stuff because they do some good stuff. A lot of their better stuff, I think, is only on their Japanese channel. So you might have to find that and start scouring their videos. But they got some cool ones on there. You should check that out. I also wanted to say, because you brought up Buddy Cops, um, my longstanding... This is completely off topic, but my longstanding Star Wars dream show has been a buddy cop show starring Anakin and Obi-Wan just hanging out and doing Jedi stuff before everything goes, like, dark side. And just, like, something like, mystery of the week! We have to break into this one guy's ship and... Beat him up and steal his plans. Or, you know that. Like, I just want that as a TV show, just like hour long. So, so basically, you run want the opening of, scene of Revenge oh, yeah.
1: of the Sith, but a whole yes, series. That's exactly. I <laughs> that, yes. I, that's exactly. Like, when
2: I watch that scene, I think this would be such a good show. Make this a show. Like, I. When I watch that, that. scene, that's, I like, think the why the whole last wanted.
1: movie have been like this? <laughs> I know
2: that's all I want. Like, just make that a TV show. I want it so bad. So I don't know, man. You got your answers. I uh, you those satisfied you.
1: Honestly,
2: I think we kind of dropped the ball, but you know, you get what you pay for here. Um, <laughs> if you have a question you'd like to ask us on the show, we will do our best to answer it in some form of reasonable you know, time. Uh, just shoot us a message on Discord or maybe tweet at us. Maybe someone will see that, but probably Discord is the way to go. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Thanks for tuning into the show. We hope you had a good time.
0: Bye-bye! Adios, see
1: you real soon.